Welcome to Season 5 of Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven. I'm your host, Catherine McPhail. I am an architect practicing in Massachusetts. My passion is old houses, new technologies, and sustainability. Previous seasons of this podcast have featured many vendors, subcontractors, architects, designers, covering many aspects of renovations and hiring professionals to help. In this season, I'll be focusing on collecting even more renovation stories because we can all learn from each other and I just can't resist talking to people about their houses. This episode is a story of a 1750 center chimney Georgian in Connecticut. Stories from the perspective of someone who wasn't planning or hoping to live in an old house. My guest is Bree, who runs the Instagram account Center Chimney on Main. Bree and her husband moved back to Connecticut after living in Washington State for a number of years. And they moved back at the beginning of the pandemic with three dogs and a baby soon to follow. We talked about many aspects involved with living in and caring for an old house. Here's my conversation with Bree. How did you end up with your old house? Were you always going to get an old house or? No, I never planned on having an old home. They actually really terrify me because I'm very scared of ghosts. So (laughs) I was very opposed to it. But my husband, his family. Wait, you're very scared of what? You say ghosts? Ghosts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're scary. (laughs) The idea of them is scary. I don't think they're as scary. In real life, you know, when it comes down to it most of the time, most of the time. Yeah, I actually am not a fan of spooky, scary stuff like that. Mm. uh, But my husband, his family is very interested in old homes and his brother and sister own a house that's actually right down the road from us that predates ours. I believe it's 1740 or Mm. 1730, something like that. So he is familiar with old homes. And so when we were looking to move back to Connecticut from Washington state, we saw this house on the market and it had been on the market for well over a year. I really, I want to say like three years, but I could be fabricating that a little bit, Uh, but it was a pretty significant amount of time. And so he was immediately drawn to it. Whereas I was not, (laughs) I was, I saw the pictures and I was like, yeah, you know, she's, she looks, pretty but I don't think I want to live there but when it really came down to it and came down to moving we put an offer in without ever setting foot in the house really? and that's uh-huh. in your house now wow yeah and uh so when we first came back here to see it we were already in motion with purchasing it so what we did our first walkthrough and I was like I stayed in the doorways like I didn't want to go into different rooms I was just a little nervous but we were too far in to kind of back out so uh yeah he was more of the pusher with the old homes than I was wow Wow. so can I just ask why were you like not wanting to go into the rooms were you getting a weird feeling or you just was it were there holes in the floor or what was a prop what was the issue It actually was very move-in ready, which I was kind of surprised with for an old home. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I was just, I knew with it being almost 300 years old that there's probably been some deaths here, I would think. And so that was my hesitation was just like, you know, I think ignorance is bliss in that sense. And so, but Mm -hmm. there, there was really kind of no getting around it. I was just like, a little I was too scared yeah. <laughs> with that well 
of course, Bree, I have to ask, has anything come of that? Is it is it actually haunted? I mean, I know this isn't an architectural thing or a renovation <laughs> thing, but I mean, is do you still feel like you still feel that presence or not? Um, I mean, I think it depends on who you ask. I think that there's some energy here. I wouldn't go as far to say that it's haunted. But um, my husband is just a non-believer in that. So he would say that there's nothing here. But mm. there have been some instances where we've just been like, that was a little odd. And, you know, we kind of can't really explain it. Mm-hmm. Like once I was sitting in our living room watching TV and I heard he was in the kitchen and I heard someone whistle. And mm. I, um, you know, paused what I was watching and I waited to see if he would say something and then he came into the room and asked me did you just whistle and I was like no I'm but you heard that like we both experienced that and so that was something that we couldn't really explain Mm -hmm. away and there's been a couple other things you know hearing voices or things moving at uh night once or twice but I wouldn't say that there's anything negative here yeah yeah that's what I mean by it's not even if it is if there is something going on, it's often not negative, even though yeah. it may seem creepy and scary. It's nothing. It's just uh, it's just energy. Yeah. And I think that it just wants to be acknowledged. <laughs> yep. Easy for us to say when we're sitting here during the day, though, I got to say. It's a little different, you know, for the first, I think, probably three months that we lived here. The night I had a really tough time sleeping at night. I think I was just very anxious about it. And I would wake up all the time between like three and four, just feeling like, oh, my gosh, is something watching me? But now I can be alone here. You know, it's really my home now. (laughs) It doesn't bother me anymore. Well, so how did you how did you transition to making it feel like it was your home? I remember reading about your baby um, coming home and being one of many babies who would come home to that house and feeling like you're part of the fabric of the house now. So that probably helped. It, yeah, it's kind of a surreal thing where, for especially the first year that we were here, when we were doing a lot of yard work, because when we first moved in, we had. Uh, our, we didn't really have a backyard. So we had woods and trees that came right up to the back of the house. And it was really important for us to have a yard because we didn't really have that in with our house in Washington. So we, one of the first things that we did was we started clearing land and um, putting grass in and things like that. And so the, we live right next to this really cute farm stand, which is really fun, but we have a lot of traffic that comes through. So we would get constant people coming over with photographs uh, saying that, you know, their grandparents lived here once or their great grandmother was born in the front bedroom. And wow. Yeah. So it was kind of cool for a long time where, you know, we would just have a lot of people come and tell us their verbal history of their, of the property. And so when we brought our son home, it was really like, we had this moment of like, wow, like we are, we're really adding to the story here. This is just another generation that's going to have a story to tell. So Mm. I think that that was kind of cool. Yeah. I talked to people about researching who lived in their house and then it was just realizing that we are part of that history now, just as much as they were, you know, it is kind of, 
don't know. So yeah, something kind of big, I guess. I don't even know how to ex- yeah. how to explain it, but no, I think that that's a good way to put it. It's kind of bigger than you. You know, the story is much bigger than us and what we've brought to the table. So it was definitely a moment where we had that realization more so than we had in the past. Yeah. Your Instagram account is Center Chimney on Main. So I assume you're yeah. on Main Street. We are. In the town that we're in, there's one Main Street and it's called Main Street. And that's where there's a, like a significant amount of these old homes on it, um, dating back to even like the very early 1700s. I think there's a home in town that's like the late 1600s. So there's a lot of those old homes here. But um, the we live on the main street is there's like a main street in the center of town, but then it's kind of broken up by this more like a highway mm-hmm. and uh, or like a, a larger state route. And uh, so we live on main street, but not in the center of town. So we're down kind of more in like a little bit more of the countryside of main yeah. street. So yeah. it was the main the main street to get to the next town. Back oh, in yes. Time that your house was built. Yeah. That center chimney, do you have big fireplaces in the middle of your house? It looks like one of those chimneys that's takes up like 15 by 15 feet on the inside. Oh, yeah. So the the center chimneys, they are exactly what they sound like. They have a center chimney that is structural to the house. And so we have in the main living quarters, we have one very large fireplace that was part of the original kitchen and uh, that one is probably 10 feet at least 10 feet across maybe more Um, it's enormous it's beautiful and then we have two smaller fireplaces on either side of that uh, in the the rooms next door and then we have another fireplace that was added still early, but I think sometime in like the early 1800s, that's in our kitchen now. And so we have four total. And they all work? Well, yes, but we did put a wood stove in one. So we use that one more. We've never actually used the others. I am, we're really boring in that sense. But my (laughs) husband, before he was in the military, he spent some time with the local fire department. And so I think he's just very scared Mm. of chimney fires. So we've never actually used them for wood burning. Mm -hmm. Well, nobody wants a chimney fire. Yeah. And I would, I don't think I'd ever forgive myself if we burnt down such a old piece of, you know, history. So I, I think that we're better off just not using them. But yeah, if you wanted to, you could definitely come over and. No, I'm not going to come there. over and build a fire and burn down your house. <laughs> no, that's okay. But then when we first moved in and we were clearing the backyard, we did find a headstone back there, which Ooh. also didn't help my fears and anxieties about living in the home because I thought that I was gonna find you know a coffin in the backyard uh when we were digging up these trees which we didn't but um (laughs) the headstone that we found was for a Julia Tryon and Tryon is a big name here in town there's Tryon Street which runs down by the river and so that was a pretty significant well-to-do family and there's a tie to the Tryon family too that we found so she's buried in your yard (laughs) 
we did contact the historical society and let them know and they said that they're pretty confident she's not there mm. but um you know they couldn't tell us with a hundred percent certainty so mm. we just we stopped kind of the the digging of the yard after that well yeah that's a little that's a little creepy and so have you found have you done any renovations within the house and opened up any walls and found anything there or no we haven't i think whoever owned the house uh, before us from what we've heard is that they've done a lot of every year they would pick one big project to do and they uh, so they've actually done quite a bit of work inside which is why I think the outside looks a little scary but the inside was pretty move-in ready there hasn't been any major updates that we've done inside but I know our big project that we have planned for the next I I think like one to two years, but if you ask my husband, maybe like three to four years is definitely like a big kitchen renovation and uh, making that space a little bit more workable. So I'm very interested to see what we'll find there. But with our renovations, we've always, I think this is really common too. We've always found some really cool like rosehead nails in the garden. Um, we did some siding. We got, we redid the siding on our house. And so we, we were hoping that we'd find, you know, paper or notes, things like that. We didn't really find anything cool like that, but we found a lot of really cool original rosehead nails. We found some irons in the backyard. Um, irons? You mean like for clothes? Yeah, like clothing irons that were, I mm. use them as doorstops now. So I oh, do nice. still have them. <laughs> yeah. Are your doors mostly latched? Or do you have knobs or do you have like a hodgepodge of things or? No, we have no knobs, which I didn't, it didn't even register to me that that was the case until you brought it up. Every single door in our house is a latch, including our exterior door. So the mm. door that we use every day, there's no knob on it. It's just a hook latch that we use. It does. Yep. We did have a modern lock put on because we did not have that when we moved in, but even our exterior doors are all latch. Yeah. My, my front door is a latch. My front door is really needs help, but yeah, it's just a little brass latch. So yeah, but some, somebody put a big like deadbolt type thing on it. So I have to do that because otherwise it comes unlatched and opens. So yeah. yeah. Like if there's a big gust of wind, that door is coming. <laughs> it's opening. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's something kind of nice about that or just the way it sounds and you can, you can't be as stealthy in an old house like this, though, is the thing. Oh, no. And that's something that we definitely uh, took for granted with our old home in Washington, because especially have after having a baby, when you're trying to, like, sneak around, there's no <laughs> such thing. You know, every floor has a different creak. And every time you open a door, you 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 can hear it from anywhere in the house. <laughs> Oh, there's no such thing as being quiet in these homes. Yeah, it's true. It's kind of funny. So it sounds like you're pretty comfortable in the house now and you wouldn't trade it for yeah, anything. I would think, I think so. I think that it definitely took some time for me where I was, you know, a little nervous at first, but I, I, I really appreciate the home now. Hmm. Are you going to live there forever? You're going to live there. Are you thinking it's a long-term <laughs> home for you? We get asked this all the time. And it's really hard for me to say because I think that there is a lot of pressure that comes with having an old home like this. 
where, you know, I really appreciate design and, uh, you know, decor and design and things like that. And I think with an old home like this, there's a really, you have to strike a balance between what you want and what you want your home to be and what is respectful for the home to actually be. So Mm -hmm. I, I have, I kind of live in, I always say, I kind of live in fear a little bit because I think, you know, if I were to be true to myself, I would, you know, take this wall down and change this and add a light here and do that. But I don't have the heart to do that in an old historical home. Uh, I really try to stay true to some of the original aspects, which there's some lessons there because a lot of people have very firm opinions about what you should and shouldn't do. So it's tough because I really love the old home and I would love to stay here forever, but I don't know if that would be fulfilling forever. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah. Well, maybe in your kitchen design, is it going to be an addition to the house or? or Yeah. So our plan is to do, because we have a very small, narrow, long kitchen. And so our plan is to turn, kind of redo that whole area and do a big addition to. So I think if we got that, I would be content being here for a pretty decent amount of time. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean, though. I mean, I kind of feel the same way about not taking walls down in this old house. My neighbors Mm -hmm. just took down the chimney, the center chimney. And I mean, I kind of, yes, I have very small room, a very small room that has hardly any use because Mm -hmm. it's so awkwardly shaped and small behind the chimney. Mm-hmm. But there's something kind of charming about that. And eventually I'll figure it out. And I've really gotten interested in looking at people's the way they decorate their old houses, because yeah. um, there's so many different textures and, you know, ways of actually doing some interior design work yeah. maybe more with the finishes and things like that. That would be kind of interesting. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's, yeah. it's definitely a balance. It, it is. Yeah, it's a little yeah. bit of a maybe it's a little bit of a burden. But yeah, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I think that very early on, probably within the first year that we were here, we had a a leak in the roof. And so we went and obviously got a new roof. Uh, And so I think maybe part of it was we were just a little naive, but we had asphalt shingles that we were replacing. So we put up really, you know, nice new, an upgraded version of asphalt shingles. And I think we got on Instagram, actually, we got a little bit of some negative feedback about that. And so about, you know, not staying true to the history and we should have done a slate roof or we should have done a tin roof. And so I think with that, it kind of really, that was like the origin of this anxiety where it's like, you know, you're (laughs) never, (laughs) everyone has an opinion about something and you switch out a light fixture and people are either going to love it or hate it. So that's, definitely tough true sometimes you know it is it is and i've talked to i've talked to someone had a couple episodes with him actually about what i'm trying to figure out balancing things on old houses and what i could switch out and what i shouldn't switch out and Mm -hmm. yeah because i don't want to be on the on the list of people who really ruined the house while they live there but things like yeah a roof you could someone could replace it with a slate roof it's not like a you know, if they want right. to eventually, you, you can't, it's not irreversible, I guess is what I'm saying. So exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then lighting fixtures. I mean, who cares? You can just switch those out. Right. I, should- I feel the same way. I feel like those things are very insignificant. So and those are little updates that kind of make me feel happy. Um, yeah. But I've definitely learned that. People are going to give you your yep. their opinion, whether you want it or not. So. They are. They are. They are going to yeah. give you your opinion, whether you want it or not. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing about putting yourself out there, right? Whether it's Instagram or doing a podcast or whatever, exactly. you know, yeah. there you are. You're out there and people can write to you and tell you what they think about it. <laughs> yeah. You have to be a little brave. And I don't think I am, but it definitely forces you to, you know, be firm in your convictions, I suppose. I guess. Yep. But yeah, it still kind of hurts when people write mean <laughs> comments about how you're ruining the house. But yeah, I think, you know, as long as you don't take out walls or like take down all the trim or whatever. I mean, yeah, these older houses, like 1700s houses, more so yours than mine, because I'm late 1700s. But it's been changed so many times already from people in the 1800s mm-hmm. and um, early 1900s. It's just been changed over time yeah so it's pretty far from the original around here and just a mishmash of the different kinds of doors different kinds of floors different kinds of trim somebody got pretty fancy in my front room but it's not original trim yeah but you know well and that's we have a lot of like really i don't know we have a lot we have some original stuff but we also have some stuff that's been like replicated but there it's really great work where it's true to the period type stuff and even that is kind of like oh you know I know this is not original but I feel like a jerk kind of you know changing this so Mm -hmm. goes along with just being stewards of the house and so yeah it's kind of like inheriting old furniture that then somebody has a feels like they can tell you that you can't paint it or you can't (laughs) touch the you know because it doesn't really belong to you yeah, that's my, maybe my own personal problem. So do you have any advice for people who are possibly looking at becoming the owner of an old house like that? Yeah, I I think the one thing that I would want people to take home is that you shouldn't be scared. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. just of, you know, the supernatural, but <laughs> I think with these old homes, they have kind of a negative reputation of it's going to be really costly to maintain it or it's going to be just like such a burden for us to take this project on but I that really hasn't been my experience I think that it's it's been challenging for sure but I don't think that people should give it the bad nature that usually they get I think that if I could give one piece it's kind of just stay true to you. You can do it. And don't be uh, scared to take the project on because it can be really rewarding. And I definitely don't regret it. Well, I'm glad to hear that you don't regret it. It sounded like (laughs) at the beginning, I can't believe that you bought, you went to go buy the house without ever having seen it first. I know I would probably not recommend that. (laughs) because (laughs) You kind of don't know what you're getting into, but it did work out for us. Well, I'm sure your brother-in-law went and looked at it, right? He did. They? He did. Yeah, he did yeah. go and check it out for us. And he he would always relay, you know, it's, this place is fantastic. It's great. It's amazing. It's in spectacular shape, which to his credit, it was. But his definition of fantastic shape in the context of an old antique home is very different from <laughs> my version mm-hmm. of what fantastic shape was, you know? so. I 
<laughs> I definitely think that if I had been here, I don't know if we would have purchased it just because I did have that uh, thought that it was going to be such a project, such a task. And I, I was, it seemed like it was too much. And it definitely scared me in the sense of like, you know, what are we taking on? What if we have a leaking roof, which we did have? Uh, what if we have foundation issues? What if, you know, a tree falls on the house? It was just too much stress. But um, yeah, I, uh, I'm glad that we moved forward with it because it should not be fair. I want young couples to feel like they can pursue this endeavor. I don't want mm-hmm. this to be something that's daunting for young couples because it's, it has been really fun. And you do learn a lot <laughs> about <laughs> yeah, each other as a couple and mm-hmm. also um, just about, you know, history itself, too. Like we learn just by doing the siding on our house that there was some tornado or hurricane back in you know the 1800s where all the houses those old houses now lean one way so yeah so our house has this slight very minor you'd never know it unless you were trying to make things perfect Mm -hmm. Uh, but our house leans slightly one direction because of things like that so it's very (laughs) cool there's a story to everything (laughs) yeah yeah that's wow I'm just curious how you chose the color for the outside of the house. Was it really just because you liked you liked it or did you do some research and it had been black or just because black is fun? We did do some research because I was really hoping that it was, you know, a, a historical color that was kind of true to that period, which it is not. So, again, that was one of those things where you got some feedback. Um, but it the original home was actually theater shake siding and so Mm. we we have photos from you know many early early photos of it like that and it's almost unrecognizable but in those photos the theater had obviously been weathered and aged so it did have a very dark patina to it Mm -hmm. but the thing that really kind of convinced me was for years years ago for my 30th birthday my siblings and I I come from a large family I have five siblings And so we took a day trip up to Salem, Massachusetts. Oh, yeah. And uh, there was this one house up there that was painted. I don't know if I'd say it was painted black, but it was very, very, very dark gray. And the trim was black. And it had Mm -hmm. this, like, very bright orange door. And I just, like... It would like the emoji with the heart eyes. That was <laughs> the heart me. eye emoji. <laughs> yeah, I just like yeah. could not get over it. I took all these pictures of it, and I just was so, you know, drawn to that house. And so when I first told my husband, you know, when we started talking about painting the house, he was super opposed to black. He really hated that idea, and he wanted nothing to do with it. Mm. And so. So when we were, we got our siding done and we were trying to figure out what to paint it. Originally, when we first moved back, I wanted like a a pristine white house. And we kind of decided that that would be hard to maintain. And it when it gets dirty, it looks really dirty. And so we steered clear of that. Then I really wanted black and he was strictly opposed. So we kind of met in the middle and we picked out this kind of like earthy clay fancy way of saying beige uh, with and we are going to do black uh, like window panes and white trim 
And we ended up going and buying all this paint, like probably over a thousand dollars worth of paint. And my husband was like, okay, we really need to paint the house. You really need to paint it. And I kept pushing it off and pushing it off until I finally was like, you know what? I'm not going to paint my house that color. I really, I feel like it needs to be black. And he just was like, oh, so frustrated with me. So then we had to buy all new paint. And he mm-hmm. finally let me paint the house black. And now, I mean, I love it. I don't, I think he loves it. But now it's <laughs> really like, oh, you're the black house town. Like that's, I know yeah. what house you're talking about. Yeah. The thing is, any door would match that. That's yeah. the beauty of it. You know, I, I love yeah. it. So thank and it, you. What's very grand. And the pictures with, I love the pictures with all of the wreaths on every window and the door. Uh, oh see. yeah. That's, there's nothing like I, when I saw the house, I knew it needed wreaths on every window. And I think my husband saw that and was like, oh my gosh, like she's crazy. This is going to be so expensive. But um, I mean, if you have an old home, I feel like it's almost like having the candles in the window. Like you have to have it. So yeah, you have to have it. Yeah. You do have to have it. It's, it's almost a requirement. <laughs> there's a, there's a house in t- also on main street in town um, that it's this cute little Cape and they for as long as I've, you know, been here, which isn't that long, it's several years, but they've always had little candles in every window and they keep them up year round and I just love it. So if you have an old home, you kind of have to embrace that charm. Yeah, you do. I mean, you have to make the most of that and then have some furry stools around, of you know, course. to contrast. <laughs> <laughs> of course. A of little course. modern touch here and there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's what makes it charming. Well, thanks for thanks for joining me, Bree. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was I was scared, but it was a fun experience. <laughs> Just like your house. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Don't knock it till you try it. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I invite you to join me over on Instagram. You can find me at Talking Home Renovations there. Other ways to get in touch are in the show notes. Talking Home Renovations with the House Maven is proud to be part of Gable Media, the most engaged AEC network on the planet. You can check out my other show, Context and Clarity, which is for people who run a small service firm, architecture or otherwise. Check out that show and all the other shows at gablemedia.com. That's G-A-B-L-M-E-D-I-A dot com. Until next time, take it easy.